You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey, y'all. Hey. This is episode 22. Of the Black Women in Marriage podcast. Yes. This is your episode. Why am I talking? Because it really should be yours. Why? So, y'all, I really want to apologize for last week's episode. Here you go. I feel like I dominated the conversation. I was trying to find a snippet for us. And every time I, like, skipped ahead, I was talking. Because the subject of the episode was pregnancy. And we can both talk about the subject. But you the one with the baby in your stomach. And I don't think that you was talking the whole time. Well, I apologize for that. <laughs> if anyone does. Because I hate two people podcasts where one person's always talking over That's the true. other. And not making space for the other to speak. But we do do that. I think we do a good job of it. I just don't think last week was my strongest time. Like, like example, opportunity to prove that I'm good at that. Okay. <sighs> y'all, I'm tired. And I could be honest with y'all <laughs> because y'all know now. But I feel like shit. But I'm but happy. But you look good. Thank you. you I'm happy good. to be here. And happy for y'all to hear this episode. So this episode is the interview. And before we get into it, we do have some feedback we'd like to share. We have a lot of feedback. We actually like have to a share, lot of feedback. You're right. What are we going to cover today? We're only going to do two because a lot of the other feedback was baby related. And we can save those for many episodes. Cool, cool, cool. So I don't want anyone to think that we're not reading or acknowledging the fact that y'all took the time out to reach out to us. We're just trying to make sure we split it up. So this came yesterday from Instagram. Her name is A.B. Coleman on Instagram. What up, A.B.? And she said, hey, y'all. I just wanted y'all to know that y'all have listeners in Oklahoma. Me and my husband have been listening to you guys since April. We were engaged when we started listening, and you guys are the reason for a lot of real, funny, and tough discussions. We've been married almost a month now. It'll be a month on the 27th, and we're literally playing catch up on your podcast because we fell off due to the wedding. Anyways, congratulations yes congrats anyways we really enjoy we really enjoy y'all and appreciate y'all for sharing so much of your lives with us it genuinely helps let us know where the meetup is because we have friends and family and atl and don't mind making that trip p.s we discovered that threesomes are off the table we need <laughs> non-negotiables and that he has the better mother-in-law because my mom is the shit <laughs> thank you a, that was nice A.B. Coleman underscore. We also have someone also left us a really nice review on our actual website. We love when y'all go to the website. Because that means that you're looking at the website. Me especially because I work so hard. (laughs) Because we work so hard on the website. Mikey provided great moral support. (laughs) Read the damn review. So this review, um, her name on here is Um Udeen. But at the end, there's another name, but that's just her review. You can find it on our website under episode 21. So she says, first of all, I'm going to need a disclaimer that says, don't drink hot beverages while listening to y'all podcasts. LOL. Because you never see the laughs coming. You just won't be that funny. Sometimes we are. Sometimes, baby, when I've listened at work, I'm just like, we're stupid. Well, we are stupid. You never see the laughs coming. You just burst out laughing. Oh, so from this point on, my comment has spoilers. So scroll past this if you are not one of those or if you're not like into that kind of thing. So she actually goes into multiple episodes on this review. Okay. Compulsion. That was from the drunk episode. Randy had me tripping out because I watched the originals and I felt like somebody tried to compose me before. Is that a word? Yes. No. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. It was at that point. I was like, I got to tell the rest of my married friends, fam, about this podcast. For the record, I feel your pain, Mikey. I too have locks and used to take a full hair day to wash and retwist. This shit ain't easy. Now I have a baby. So it takes two days. 
the devil. Mm. I'm so over them now and want to take them out, but my hubby is so against it. Mm. But I don't see nobody helping me on hair day. Exactly. Exhausting. Especially when they are long. Randy, help retwist that man hair. Also. We not going to respond? I'm really not touching her head. Also, I swear my locks began growing super fast during and after pregnancy. A year later, and I still can't keep up with the new growth, so look out for that part. Also, I had to form new locks. Is this review too long? Am I doing too much? Anyways, I gave you guys five <laughs> did stars. Did you write this review and put it under not. a different name? Huh? I really did it. All right. Anyways, I gave you guys five stars at the end of the first episode. Had I not done so, I would have definitely gone back to give you guys five stars by now. And because y'all said so, LOL. You guys. Are I love it when they follow directions. Me and my husband are black. Muslim, millennial, and military. Hey. So I get the distance thing. But I see so much of our marriage and you guys' podcast, especially the friendship you guys share, but maybe minus the bacon, drinks, and holidays. LOL. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> what the Mikey doesn't eat pork I don't either, eat pork y'all. either. I feel you. Yeah. I'm trying to stop, but baby doesn't like pork so i'm actually not eating it at this moment i just want to reassure you guys that contrary to popular belief there are more things that unite us than divide us and black millennial marriage proves that peace and blessings to you guys and even more to baby chapman i mean that's what's up thank you so much that was nice yeah we want to share some listener feedback because we haven't done so in a minute um and also because we've been trying to like pretend that we ain't pregnant so now we can just you know talk about everything jesus christ that's what's up. All right, y'all. Let's get into this episode. Yeah. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach them. Hey, y'all. Hey. We're back. I'm going to do my best to edit out this fan if you hear it. There is no fan. But it's so hot I hear it. Oh, God, baby, come on. Okay, I'm sorry. This is episode 22 of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, The Interview. In this episode, Mikey and I are going to get into some things about ourselves. (laughs) Um, Yes, because because someone asked. Yeah, for us to do an episode about us as individuals, which I know is usually like a first episode podcast things, but I hate when first episodes are get to know you episodes yeah but and, like and because way. this is like a relationship podcast at least we talk about our relationship we came at it as like let's talk about us first yeah but just like in a relationship y'all are still individuals yeah even if y'all are together so i guess we just you know take this time to highlight some individual stuff and i hope that my questions do that like, we'll see i mean i don't want you yeah. to stress about it so we're both gonna ask each it. other five questions each and answer the questions that we ask yes if it shouldn't take up too much time. It, should, it won't take too We're much We're worried that this won't be long enough. So, in an ironic twist of events, it could be long. But, because we love questions, and <laughs> we like talking, if you ask us any questions, because we put a poll on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, ask, and then we'll answer it. Like, we need to do an IG Live at some point. We do, but I don't know if people watch it. I don't always watch them myself. I never watch them, so never mind. Unless somebody's like, unless I'm giving a heads up. And Unless it's something it's like I really want to see. Between some people I know. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. So, that's what, that's what this episode is going to be, y'all. And then, you know, we'll wrap it up this time with the fight or flight. Okay. And it's my fight or flight. Yeah. First one since the break. Yeah. And then we'll um, end with some PDA before the episode's over. All right. So, all right. Before all of that, though, we're back to the love story. And it is Mikey's turn. It is my turn. And because I'm so happy to be doing a love story again, I took it all the way back. Oh, my God. To seven weeks ago, which was my last post from Humans in New York. I found this post on Humans in New York. I know you did, babe. And it's about a couple, and they recently had a child. Okay. And so, you know, it stood out to me for obvious reasons, because we're about to have a kid. But this is more so focused on their relationship. So, um, this is uh, this is from the perspective of the woman who's sharing it. Do not have a name. Okay. Um, but basically, their son has uh, epilepsy, epilepsy, and a rare genetic disorder. Mm-hmm. So he's basically in the newborn stage forever. I read that. Yeah. So he can't feed himself. He's not toilet trained. He can't speak. He can't tell them if he's sad or grumpy or hungry. And he's had more doctor's appointments than the two of them combined, mm. which is like, you know, hard. 
Um, they're heading to an, they were heading to a neurologist at the exact moment they were stopped for the interview. Um, she said the most difficult thing is finding peace and serenity. Um, every time he has a seizure, she's afraid it'll be fatal. Uh, people with his disorder don't live very long, but the disorder also makes him very happy. So he's obviously, he's obvious and enjoying the world. Um, she goes on to say that she's been traumatized. You know, her husband is very supportive, but a lot of days she feels like completely alone. Um, he works a lot and she's with the boy a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she felt loved by God when she was born. Um, and she works as a special education teacher. So she thought that this was like a gift from God, you know, that they'd be like a perfect fit, but it's hard. Um, she named the baby what translates into faith without doubt, which is a big deal because as a parent, you kind of need hey. to do that. Yeah. And you Courage. can't doubt it because you got to keep moving forward for the sake of your kid. Um, And so she says it all day long when she's trying to get his attention. And it reminds her that one day she is going to hear him speak. If not here, then in heaven. Oh, I know. Right. Why did you choose this one? I chose this one because we talk about how love takes on different forms. We've talked about queer relationships. We've talked about biracial relationships, older relationships, you know, relationships between a interracial relationship. Interracial. Yeah. Like we talked about a lot of stuff. The relationship between parents and their kids can, can look a lot of different ways. And a lot of the questions that I've been asked, you know, either on Instagram or in person, even just recently, somebody asked me when I was going to get your wings because you were dying, mm-hmm. um, you know, do you want a boy or a girl? And people are still kind of like thrown off when I say, I just want a healthy baby because mm-hmm. that's all I care about. That's really all I care about. That's going to be the biggest thing to me. Um, you know, love between like parents and their kids is unconditional. Whether or not they're the best parent for the kid is another thing. But the love is there. Uh-huh. That's just how I'm feeling right now. You do that a lot, though. You have a lot of humans on New York Post. I do. Dealing with children. You know I love kids. I know. And now I'm about to have my own, so, like, I don't know. It's just amplified. It's sweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know if you hear Groot. He's in the background snoring like a grown man. This nigga sleep like, hey, bro, wake up. Leave him alone. Mike. He acting like he got a job. Mikey. He don't do nothing. Mike. He don't do nothing. Okay, so. Sorry, yes. Thank you, baby. No problem. For your love story. Did you did you like it? I did. Okay. I did. I read it a few weeks ago, like I said, but um thank you. I like it. You know, but I, I also like follow Humans in New York. You know, I also own the book. So I love Humans in New York just as much as you do. Except for when I talk about it. Except for when you talk about it. Why? I'm playing. No, you're not. I just try to branch out. You're really honest when you're pregnant. I, y'all I am. Oh Lord. Brutally honest. I'm like the dude from Guys of the Galaxy. Which one? The one that doesn't do sarcasm. Oh, Drax? Yeah. Yeah, but you're like less slow. And creepy. Uh, She's a little off. Okay. <laughs> All right, That's baby. my love story, baby. Thank you. I really appreciate it for you doing that one. And it's sweet. And it's tough. And we're kind of going through that now. Dealing with a baby after a miscarriage. Yeah, Open, you just you know, trying you to stay have worried. Faith, keeping courage. But I got faith, though. I know you do. You hold me down. Thanks. And you're doing a great job. <laughs> you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's get into it backstory for this so like we said i actually read this person's um this was from peacekeeper i actually read it her asking us this episode during the proposal episode Mm -hmm. so this was the second episode she asked us to do and so i won't read it again just the part just i guess part of it okay why are we doing an interview right now we're doing the interview because we were reached peacekeeper reached out to us i was like hey who are y'all as individuals you know um, and sometimes I'm not speaking for you. I will speak for me. Sometimes you can forget, like in a long term relationship, you know, like you, you can lose sight of who you are in times yeah. because you are very wrapped up in who you need to be for the other person. Or, you know, how does Mikey and Randy react in a situation? Not just Mikey. And see, that's why. No, I think that I'm going through that right now because mm. right now I'm a mom. I'm a vessel. I'm possessed, you know, and <laughs> I'm also. <laughs> a wife and i want to be all these things and i'm like you know what about randy but you're also still randy and i recognize I don't always randy. feel that way you do because i think that's important and to that's do. why i'm really big on not giving up my dog because i know a lot of people give up their pets when the kids come like no this dog is proof that i was somebody before <laughs> how I was is the mom. dog proof <laughs> just oh yeah so today is the third year that we've had group. Yeah. So we actually got him this day three years ago. It was a, He was a birthday present for me. Yeah. And so, yeah. And now he's just he's lazy and sleep. So 
right. Peacekeeper said, um, and maybe an episode. So she said, you know, do a proposed episode and maybe an episode getting to know the two of you as individuals. Are you guys complete opposites? Uh, I feel like I had way more ideas to throw at y'all. But anyways, I appreciate y'all. Hello again, all the way from Cali. Okay. So yeah. So it is my lead, but I want you to start. Or should I start you, so that you, you have can the talk right more? to do that, honestly. What should I do? What should I do? Help me. <laughs> face. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Um, and now when we ask these questions, we also have to answer them. Okay. So, you know, I'll answer with my part. So I'll just start off with something very obvious that they ask at the beginning of every interview. Mike. Yeah. So what are you passionate about? What are you, Randy, the person, passionate about? What drives you? Me. Yeah. I am really passionate about people and truth telling but mainly like from all of that literature i really think that you can learn a lot about someone from um books especially fiction like i love reading novels because it really does tell tell you a lot about the author what they care about what were their life experiences especially when they do like an interview or something and you can see that they put certain things in a book um that you know that happened to them or maybe not but kind of tweaked it i don't know but i'm passionate about like literacy and i want people to have access to 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 books and to not be censored and to be able to to write and read and so um that's what i care about i've always wanted to be a writer that's the first thing i've ever wanted in my life i never thought i'd get married never thought i had kids like i thought (laughs) i would have kids but i kind of thought the kids would just appear I didn't think I'd be in a relationship. Oh, so he thought you'd be a single mother out here? And just writing my books, you know? Not like in a malicious relationship didn't work out type way, but more just like it's always been about art in essence. Okay. So. I have always been attracted to that about you, by the way. I know you always say that. You're a freaking nerd. It's so sexy. Like, (laughs) when you get in your poet bag when you was younger, she used to be so cute. You're stupid. When you would present, I I don't know. You could grab somebody's attention. You just... And you were good. You were good at it. Not like like some niggas who like watched Deaf Poetry Jam like a couple times and they thought they could also do a poem. Like you actually were like good at it. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're talented. You're a talented writer. Thank you, babe. Yeah. So how about you? So what am I passionate about? Should have thought about that before I asked this question, huh? <sighs> I'm passionate about a lot of things. Um, people, mostly. I love to help people, which, you know, has proven itself to be detrimental <laughs> in older age. There's no yeah. money in helping people. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Everybody knows this. Um, but I love seeing people win before that was like a thing mm-hmm. or like a fake thing. I actually um, done work as a social worker for a very long time. But I just love helping people get to a better situation um, because of, you know, my, situ- my life. You know, we've always had like a rough, we had a rough upbringing. You know, my mom made it great for what it was. But, like, I like seeing people get out of a situation that's not where they want to be yeah. and get to a better place. Um, so very passionate about being a human being um, and just people reaching their full potential and, you know, trying to reach mine. Uh, I'm very passionate about my family. My family drives me. The women in my life. Women's rights in general. <laughs> women mm-hmm. being okay. I'm passionate about cars, motorcycles. I'm yeah. passionate about music. Um, and I'd love to get into a music debate with anybody out there, like real music. And I shouldn't have to explain what that is. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's real. I'm passionate about growth and change and just bettering yourself in general and whatever, you know, in whatever form that takes. That's what drives me. Just getting better. Thank you. No problem. All right. My question. Yeah. Was that a good question? Babe, we're not about to do this this whole episode. Okay. All right. Good. You're going to ask me a question and you're going to be I know. confident. We went over the, yes, ma'am. And that. I will. I love when you talk to me like that. Tell me to be confident again. I want you to kill yourself. But be confident. <laughs> oh, shit. On accident. Okay? All right. You ready, baby? Uh-huh. Are you brave? And have you ever done something bravely that makes you proud? Am I brave? Are you brave? What do you mean by that? Are you brave? <laughs> do you have courage? Do you have heart? I have it. I honestly have to say, though, that shit's kind of fake. Like what? I'd be scared. I'm scared a lot of like a lot well, of things. And though I may not like show it's not the absence of fear. But what is bravery then? That's what I'm asking. Like you push past it, you do what you're afraid of regardless. So are you brave? Oh well yeah. And then what have you done <laughs> that you think is brave that okay. you're proud of? 
I would have to say one of the biggest things is just busting up the generational curses that is like my family. Mm. Um, like? And my history. Like being married and faithful to one woman, which is a really big deal. Considering the stigma that surrounds one, West Indian men, two, nurse men, which is the family that I come from, and three, black men. Like, you know, I'm just out here living my best life, being like faithful and focused on just you. Um, and that's brave to you? I think that's brave in the in the sense that, you know, that's just not the norm. That's not what I come from. That's not that's what has I'm been like shown to me. Um, and And I talk about it a lot. Because I know I can like, I know I can walk this. Like I can keep this up. Like it's kind of sad when you see dudes talking like how I talk, and then like there's a scandal. Yeah, you know, like then you're just like, no, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, we can list off names. You know, like mm. Kevin Hart, and like you know, shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. like damn, nigga, you really, you ain't about this life. You ain't about this faithful life. This <laughs> shit hard. Nice. It's hard. Niggas ain't about it. At first, you know, you got to like go through some shit. I'd rather not be like a tabloid. I'd rather not disappoint you. I'd rather not embarrass you. Have you out here looking like a lot of people, <laughs> you know, I'd rather just do right by you. And just 20 years from now, niggas look back at me like, damn, he never did fuck up. That's like, that's my goal is to just do this right. Um, and treat a woman right. Shit's hard, but like, it's possible. Why it's possible. is it hard? <sighs> just only because it's different. It's really easy to like string along a lot of different women and like pretend to give women what they thought they needed. Like that's easy. Like this is just treat y'all. It sounds a lot. In kind of way. It's re- oh god, it's so easy. So simple. I know my face didn't. <laughs> it's so easy. It's so easy to just use people. Yeah. But to like give something to somebody, that's just hard. It's hard to like give all of yourself to one person. Yeah. I could spread pieces of me out everywhere. That'd be simple. Have done that. No good came of it. Nope. Not no good, but like You mean you had some a lot you had some of, treats in there. Yeah, but no. <laughs> No, no, it's not the same. So I think that, I don't know. I think that there's something admirable about choosing to do something, you know, is hard and actually sticking with it, you know, and not just like giving up at the first sign of trouble because there will be a first sign and a second sign and a whole bunch of signs. It's just trouble because this shit's hard. It is. Right. So, yeah, that, you, that's baby. my, I'll be trying to be brave out here. You do good work, kid. So what was the question again? Are you brave? Are and you brave? Have you ever done something bravely that makes have you proud? Have you ever done something bravely that makes you proud? And yeah, I'm proud of this marriage, by the way. That's you know, because it's like real. So now you, same question. Actually, ironically, my 2018 mantra, mantra, I re- whoever pronounces that so way. Mantra. So it's a mantra? It's definitely mantra. Oh, okay. <laughs> mantra was to be brave. Because I felt like last year and the years before, I uh-huh. haven't I've always taken these really easy routes or things that I was like good at. I haven't really taken risks. I'm not You are not prior a risk to this taker. year a risk taker because of this facade I have about like how goodness will protect me and being very structured and being in line and following the rules. And then this year happened and I realized that didn't mean that nothing. shit does not protect you. Like Audre Lorde's the thing that everybody remembers. Who's Audre Lorde? Essay. She's a black writer, feminist, activist. I'm just asking she for is, people who may not know. She is dead. She died from breast cancer. But when she was diagnosed, she did a whole essay, a short essay about how her um, her silence and not protect her. All these things she thought would like make her live long and keep her you know, whole and healthy didn't work. And mm-hmm. this year was that rude awakening for me, you know, being good and being structured and following the rules and not keep me from miscarrying, you know, and did not keep me happy at these jobs. And so that my mantra this year was to be brave. And the way that the universe has forced me to actually do that mm-hmm. fucked up. It's kind of funny though. But um, I'm, I'm proud of myself getting pregnant again. So soon after a miscarriage, is the bravest thing I have ever done in my life. Yeah. I am a walking ball of fear, trying not to be afraid. Because <laughs> I just don't know. You just don't have any control. So, like, relinquishing control in that way and just hoping the, this baby grows and, you know, just realize I can't do anything but, like, do my best. Mm. That's all I got. That's all I got this year. And so, ironically, um, both You're forced our, to be brave. Yeah, I've been forced to be brave. I mean, I could be like really worried and anxious and things. So I'm proud of myself for choosing not to be. Mm -hmm. Or if I do feel that way, I do acknowledge it and, you know, 
in therapy with you, with myself, and then I, you know, realize that worry doesn't keep babies here because it didn't keep the first one here, then I'm able to, like, move on. I pray for courage. I'm like, okay, I will get out of bed if you would just give me a little courage. And then the day's over. And this baby's still here. And look at me. 13 weeks pregnant. Mm -hmm. You know? So, um... Ironically, the baby's names, whoever we have, both their names mean brave. Nah, but y'all didn't um, hear that. So don't look up names. There are that a lot of mean names that mean brave. There, I mean, there's no way you're going to find it. And if you do, you deserve to know. And don't steal my baby's <laughs> name because I swear to God. But like both, that's not the, their only meaning. But if you look on the whole list of like what yeah, the name yeah, means, yeah. it means brave. And so I think that's really ironic that I'm literally carrying bravery. Um, look at you. Year. Yes. Can so. I- I'm also really proud of myself for actually making writing the full-time thing right now. And you're killing it, baby. Because I've been forced to. (laughs) But that's going to come up in another episode. Yes. Um, But yeah, so those are the things so far in my life that I am proud of. Good. I like that. Thank you. All right. Miss Bravery. Question number two from me. Is that two? That That was one from you and one from me. We're doing five apiece. I know, but like, was that two? I feel like you answered twice. No. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, question number two. Give me two childhood or teenage events that left the biggest impact on you, good or bad, or good and bad, or just too good. Um, that left the biggest impact on me. An impact. So many. I actually like my childhood was like sad in a lot of ways, but I had a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I actually wasn't like completely unhappy, mainly because I blocked a lot of things out that didn't hit till I was 11. Paint but anyway, <laughs> happy country picture for one of them. Happy country picture. Well, one, we used to have these really great family reunions Okay. in the country. So that's what my family calls the country. That's like Butler, Georgia, Thomaston, Georgia, the country. Okay. I can't, if you're Where not like, it's just like, there's a light pole every 12 miles. And it's just land. And we used to go over to my big mama's house. And it was always the second Sunday of May. And you go down to the funeral, I mean, to the cemetery, and you clean out the graves. Sometimes we repaint them. Mm -hmm. And it was just very, like, ritualistic and special. And I loved it. My grandfather, um, my dad's dad, used to, he's retired. He used to actually fix popcorn machines for movie theaters and cotton candy machines and so that's how he made a living and he's been in newspapers and stuff like he's just great and he used to bring the cotton candy machine and popcorn machines to these family reunions Mm -hmm. so it's always like this added treat and it was just so much fun and my big mama lived next door to her one of her children who had a trampoline and it was just like i just had so much fun I just had so much fun and I talked it up to Mikey. And so, <laughs> and so he's actually been to a few of those family reunions and have. he's been able to witness how country and big and the black mosquitoes are so big. And things. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I actually really, though, that was really pivotal in my life. So it's really, it helped make me family oriented and like, I had a lot of fun with my family. Okay. Big mama lived somewhere. You didn't have cell service. So you're not talking on the phone all day because you can't, <laughs> you can't, you literally can't. So, yeah, we don't do it so much anymore because she's older. She's like in her 90s and the family, you know, family fall off. They fall in. Mm-hmm. But that was one. And the second one, honestly, that was pivotal for me as a teenager was my first time. Like, like not in like a sexual way. Okay. But like, I felt very good that I like my mom didn't agree that I was ready. You know, <laughs> a lot of people didn't agree that you I was ready to have sex. But... I thought I was ready and I liked that I was able to make that decision for myself I liked that she gave me that control over my body like you know I don't like this but kids gonna do what they want I just want to make sure you're safe and healthy and I like that it was with you mm. and I got to decide all that and I think I've had so many sexual experiences where I didn't get decisions like I didn't get to decide it was just not my consent just wasn't very happy positive at all okay. and I had a really I had so much fun with you. I had fun. Like, you know. Yeah, I'm fun. It was fun. You are, baby. You really are fun a bit. And as a teenager, that just like blew my mind. And now as an adult, like having you as a grown up, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like my experiences are so different from a lot of my friends. Not that that makes me better, but I feel like I really, I like that I was able to take control of that. In a lot of ways, teenagers don't get to, or like people don't get those like sexual experiences i I didn't have that experience i really enjoyed myself and that really that really like 
set the standard and it helped me communicate with you when you weren't doing things right and <laughs> when I felt like I needed something else. <laughs> And when, like yeah, it okay. helped me. It just I I really enjoyed it. So those are my two family reunions and my first time. Your first time, yeah. That's what's up. All right. How about you? Um, again, should have probably thought about this before I asked this question. Um, I guess one would have to be uh my birthday parties as a kid. They were great. Like I, like there's something as like uh I don't want to say this is all West Indian people. Thank you, but um we just have the best parties. We do. My childhood was the greatest childhood ever on my birthday. Like my seventh birthday is still one of like the greatest birthdays ever. It was a Barney theme party. Oh and God! It was the greatest. Y'all, he has a Barney in the closet <laughs> to this day. For my twenty-first birthday, my siblings bought me like a Barney pillow pet, and I love it. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> it's on display. Nah, because like that was like my thing as a kid. I love Barney, but like my birthday was just so ratchet, and like all it was just it turned into a giant party for adults. It wasn't just like kids. I just remember us dancing all night. Everybody was drunk. It was just a good time. Like I remember birthdays and parties and celebrations growing up were just like the best thing ever. I loved going to New York for everything because I knew there would be a party eventually and we was going to have like a good time. So my family reunions essentially <laughs> is one of those things. Okay. It's had a really good impact on me. I guess the second would have to be when my uncle died. Okay. That was, uh, was very rough for me. It was 2006. Yeah. I remember like it was tomorrow. Uh, my mother just like approached me and my sister and called us in her room. It was the night before the first day of school. And she was like, Hey, so we have to go to New York. Um, you know, your uncle's been in a car accident. And I was like, okay, he's all right though. Right. Like everybody's just real quiet. And I just keep asking like, he's okay though. Right. Like no one is answering me. And it was just very rough. And I'm about to cry right now, but oh, I don't feel like it. Um, oh, babe. yeah, it was just, it was hard. You never talk about it. I love my uncle. I know. I love my uncle in ways that I can't explain to nobody because nobody will like really get it. You know, like people die and then people act like y'all was closer than y'all was yeah. when he was alive. This is not the case. My uncle was like my roommate at one point. Like my uncle came to live with us. Um, I said my prayers at night next to my uncle before we went to bed. Like my uncle was the first person to teach me how to drive. Like put me on his lap in the car. Like, you know, my, my uncle was my dad, essentially. Like he was very close. My uncle was one of my closest friends. I hated him. When I was younger for like stealing my Oreos and shit. Like, <laughs> but like, I, I loved him. I, I genuinely did. Like, I, rather, I still will be getting a tattoo at some point for him. Like, it was just a very, very tough loss for me. And I ain't think I handled it too well at that age. Like, I kind of became a little reckless. A, a little? As a result. Yo, it was just a lot of death around me at one point. And it was just. Mikey like, took my a uncle. downward spiral. It was it was a bad in his life. Yeah, oh six is when I became a terrible person, but it got better. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah, because now I'm good. You are. Oh, you still need therapy. Don't think I, I do. forgot. Okay. <laughs> Your turn, baby. All right. Okay, y'all. So we're already at <laughs> the half hour mark, and we still have fighter flight or PDA. It's fine. It's good. So we're down to three questions. Okay. We're gonna narrow it down to three questions. It's my next question. All right, babe. What do you feel oh no i'm sorry that's not the question i want to do first what's three things you definitely feel like you must teach your kids mm. oh yeah this definitely was gonna go over if we want to talk about <laughs> one more things. time baby what's three things you feel like you must teach your kids like if nothing else they don't take nothing else from you if they don't take nothing else from me they're gonna learn how to hustle that's one okay. how to work how to make a situation work for you and how to make sure that you are okay at the end of the day. Um, we do not starve. We do not struggle beyond where we need to, you know, you, you don't give up, you make a way regardless of how bleak things may seem. You have to keep fighting. Um, I want to teach them how to be persistent, I guess is the better way to word that, but my children will have hustle. <laughs> it's a requirement. Uh, number two, Something I have to teach my kids before I go. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I split this. I split this. So if I have a son, number one thing I have to teach him is how to treat women. I think that it's very important for obvious reasons because of like the climate of the world today, and just because how Period. I feel about women. Mm-hmm. You know, women are the shit, and I love women. I love women so much. I, I love women with a hot, fiery passion. There's a certain, <laughs> it there's is. a certain way. I mean, I just I believe that. Y'all are like special. I just do. I don't know. It's something about it's just something about a woman. I just would like to teach him how to properly, you know, talk to, approach, uh, court, 
how to like communicate effectively how what it looks like you know growing with the person like just i just want to like i would like to just pass that on i don't know how i'm gonna do it but i just i want to teach them i don't know maybe by example maybe by education that obviously and yeah but like i still i don't know how to come up but i just want to teach them like how to you know be confident in how you speak to women just how to treat women right based off of what they tell you and based off of what you should do how you should act like you should know certain things okay um if you have my, a daughter my daughter man yeah i just plan on giving my daughter game about how niggas ain't shit <laughs> i do well that on top of um how to just enjoy their life like you have a million reasons to worry you do there's 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 men there's patriarchy there's like the way the world works like there's there's a whole bunch of reasons to worry but i want to teach my daughter how to get the most out of life like i want to like talk about why it's important to enjoy the time that you have here just try to find joy in things i guess this is for both my kids in general but for my daughter i just want to like impress upon her that you don't need to shrink yourself for other people Mm -hmm. um and we know we talk about this a lot but like i want my daughter to be okay with the fact that she's gonna take up space like Mm -hmm. you know you live your best life without hurting others but you know regardless of how other people like think or feel about it like as long as you are happy i want my daughter to be happy i want my son to be happy but like that's just it i just want like you to like don't be afraid of living i don't at the end of the day i think when i die i'm not gonna have regrets i don't think i will because i made the decisions i made and i move forward with what i move forward with because that's what i wanted that's what i chose to do and i want that i want them to have the same attitude okay I think it's so sad, like, to be on your last breath and just, like, think about all the shit you've done wrong. Yeah. Answer me this. How long have you had that mattress? Because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles. And while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in. That includes a Nectar mattress, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com and get hugged. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, baby. My three things. What you got? My children will definitely read. Okay. This is not up for debate. Not gonna have the most literate children. My mom children was really big on that. She was just like, yeah. "I don't care what you read. You're just gonna read." Keanu okay. wasn't. My brother wasn't always into novels, as you know, in the beginning. But he was into like bugs and shit. And so we go to the library and he get like picture books and texts. But like, you gonna read something? Okay. I really do think reading is fundamental. It helps you communicate and talk to people, and you know, expand your vocabulary without you even like realizing that it's doing it. Yeah. They're just gonna be literate and they're gonna know how to read and read for comprehension. Uh, I would definitely want my kids to also learn about consent and know about consent. Yeah. Um, sex without consent is not sex. You can only have consensual sex, you know, and yeah. just I want them to, to feel confident about advocating for who has access to their body, who gets to touch them, family and non-family, you mm-hmm. know, how they are touched. Um, I really want to impress that upon them. Like not just stranger danger, but like you have complete autonomy over yourself and so you don't want nobody to touch you don't get touched you know yeah like we have um, a mentor and they have a daughter and like her birthday just passed mm-hmm. and so i was like hey happy birthday i was like it's okay can i get a hug and she's like nah no <laughs> i was like well can i get a high five she thought about it for a sec she's like all right and she just walked up and gave me a high five and yeah. then ran away and that's yeah. how she is and, and you know by great. the end of the day yeah. sometimes you get a hug by the last visit she was asking mighty bather like it was <laughs> like Reese, like, go put some clothes on <laughs> but i'm just saying like you like i really want my kids to be like confident that you don't gotta say i love you if you don't you don't gotta get picked up if you don't want to like (laughs) you know like your body is yours i really want them to know that and thirdly i just want my kids to know how to communicate we not communicating was not yeah all three of the same options. things all three of the things you listed are exactly yeah they're not an option my mom during the summertime we have to write essays for her like prompts you did this this year you fell in love with this boy this year why like why <laughs> i still have a four-page letter my mom responded oh, back Christ. to me like so you're gonna tight. give our children projects they're gonna know how to talk and communicate and express themselves That's we weren't fair. allowed to say i don't know we, we have to say i'll get back to you or like, i'll figure it out yeah mm-hmm. like I, that's really those are things I definitely want to bring 
like my kids to just know how to do because I think it's fundamental and keeps you authentic and original and you know all yeah. that. All right, baby, your I like turn. That. All right, so it's my last question. Yes. So I had I had a funny one, but I mean I'm gonna just do this one. Ask the question. Well, I'm not gonna answer it back. I'm just gonna ask okay. it. All right. Why do you like Beyonce? And why? why do you feel a way about people who don't? Oh my God. Have you ever asked me this question? I have not. Okay. So I mean I think I kinda know. I think but... about this question all the time. Okay. Like I've I've always wanted someone to ask me this, but now I'm not prepared. So outside of the usual reasons about why people like Beyonce, she's beautiful. Uh-huh. Talented. She's like all she, three. She can act, she can uh-huh. sing, she yes. can dance. Gotcha. Like everybody can okay, she everybody act? knows she that. Can act? First of all, Cadillac Records was great. But that was mostly just her having to sing. Which no, is good. No, you're thinking about Dreamgirls. Oh, I didn't see Cadillac Records. You haven't seen no, Cadillac I didn't. Records. You're supposed to watch it. That's right. Did we watch that together? The only acting that I know of of hers is, is Austin Powers, Goldmember, and like <laughs> and it was like hip Oh yeah, she did do Carmen. I loved her, and she was singing. And then the one with uh the, the black guy that everybody loves, Cuba? Idris. Oh, Idris. Yeah. What was she? She was in something with Cuba. Obsessed. Yeah. Uh, the Fighting Temptation. Oh yeah, and the Fighting. T- <laughs> yeah, acting. <laughs> You know what? She did great in Cadillac Records. Either way, okay. she can. Multi-talented. Yes. Outside of those yes. reasons, I really... First of all, y'all, y'all know my mom had us really young. 15, 16, 22 with my brother. We grew up with all the music she grew up with. So when Destiny's Child first came out, that uh-huh. was a thing for her, too. Like, so I've, like, followed repeat. her for, like, throughout her whole trajectory. And not also that. I really, really love how she controls her narrative. People can think how you important. want to about it. And maybe she's too, you know, she tries to be too perfect. She's too, like, structured. But, like, she really controls her narrative. She's not out here beefing people on Twitter. She's not on Instagram. You know, she's not. I'm just saying, like. taking shots? I'm though? not taking shots. I'm saying is, she don't talk about what shit she don't want to talk about. if Nikki was going to fund, you know, some advertisements well, for I'm not talking about Nikki. I'm joking. I'm talking about anybody. Like, she's not, like, I'm saying she don't have beef with people. Mm-hmm. But she don't throw shade. What I'm saying is, I really like how she controls her narrative. She's just, in her interview, she records all of them because you're not about to have me out here saying something I didn't say. You know, yeah. I like that she, you know, she just, you're not about to see her trip. She's not about to embarrass herself or humiliate herself for her family, you know, without getting paid for I've it. I've seen her trip. And you know what I mean? Oh, you mean not like, 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 like trip, stage, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I really think that's something, I don't think girls are taught to control their narrative. No. I just I think they they're taught to take what people give them and then like hope it works out. But I really love how she controls her narrative. And um and I think like as a woman she's strong. She's had multiple losses, pregnancy losses. She's been cheated on, you know, and she's used all of that to be like, you know, I'm not going to put myself in a space where you can talk about me. I'm just going to tell you the truth. And you know I'm really big on that. I'll tell on myself yeah. before anyone tries to use it against me. Um as a way to like profit. Um, and the reason why I why I have issue with people who just don't like her, not like people who are like she's not my favorite, you know. That's fa- okay. I'm not asking you to stand, but like people who are just, <laughs> oh my god, I hate Beyonce. I love Rihanna. Me too. Like, and Rihanna loves Beyonce. Your faves love Beyonce, and I find that people who are. <laughs> Who just can't even express. They talk about her baby teeth. They talk about... Like, they just always got something. Her baby teeth? I feel like those are convoluted fans. Okay. Like, first of all, I don't keep up with artists on. Like, I can't tell you shit about Taylor Swift. I'm also not about to be on Instagram posting everything about her, about how much I hate her. You're not about to find a status about her. Because I don't follow her. Because I don't <laughs> like her. Like, you know, I know her singles, because who doesn't? And I don't. I mean, <laughs> I know Shake It Off, that one I, I, from an episode of Ballers. That's only, like, I heard that. Oh, God. And I, like, I, tried, I was like, what song is this that he's singing? But I really, I genuinely don't know. But, but that's what I'm saying is, yeah. but I found like people, I feel that there's a certain type of person who hates Beyonce who goes out to find things. Why are you keeping up with somebody you can't stand? Who does that? Somebody who wants attention, someone who doesn't have a good relationship with their mother, someone who needs <laughs> like therapy. Read them, baby. Read them. I'm just saying. Uh huh. You're a convoluted fan. And I just wish you could just come out and say you love her. Maybe you're a little jealous. Maybe you something about her triggers you. And let's just talk about that. So as a Beyonce fan, it's safe to call you a fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are two things you would tell somebody who doesn't like like her or hasn't like shown interest in her as to why they should? I don't think I, I don't think you can. You either do or you don't. That's fair. 
I don't think there's a middle ground. You either do or you don't. But if you don't, shut the fuck up. Like who's Ooh. like who's talking to Talk you? Talk your shit. All I'm saying is Talk your shit. I don't want right. talking about people I don't like. Why do you need to talk about this? Understandable. And then they blame her then it'd be like her fans are crazy. What the fuck that got to do with her? <laughs> what does that have to do with her? You got mad energy for this topic. <laughs> my stomach hurts. All right, okay. my question. <laughs> Oh, uh, I'm not going to answer it, but I I do also like Beyonce now. After I know, y'all, Mikey thing. was about to get left. Why? In high school, all that shit you used to talk, you was talking I a lot of shit. I well like that. A lot. But she then you had this big, then, y'all, this is what I mean by convoluted fan. In his bedroom, uh-huh. there's a big ass dangerously in love poster smack dab in the middle. Sworn, and, yo, we gonna, I'm going to try to find a picture. But like in, within the little diamonds, I thought I saw her nipples. So I was like. <laughs> Either way, I, yeah. that, that state of. I'm not gonna lie. I, I still didn't even like her. Like I didn't. I just didn't. I was like, she mad skinny. I don't fan. like all these like thin. She not singing. She not. You know what I'm saying? But she did a song with Sean Paul. And, and the first could, album. This Baby is Boy. the yeah. I was like, so so now you know she's. I'm aware of her. I was like, okay, all right, okay. She can move her hips a little bit. Nice. You're an idiot. Yeah, that's that's about it. That's all. That's all but I now had. you are. But the focal point in my room was my little Kim poster. But now and you my are. Alicia Keys. That's fine. That's I am. Yeah. Matters. And she's a really great artist. And she can perform live. She can, which I know is a big deal to you. Like, what the fuck are you doing if you can't perform live? You can't sing or dance? What the fuck are you doing? I mean, even, we don't really know that she be singing her songs when she perform. Really? Like, you can't have all them fans talking. Like, you ever stood in front of a fan and tried singing? It don't like, sound we were like on that. the floor doing a formation tour. Uh-huh. She was singing. Did you see the other girl who sings her vocals? Yeah, Beyonce's good people. All right. Okay, your last question. Hmm... I know, right? Let's go, baby. What you got for me? Can you not make it hard? <laughs> the last one was difficult. Hmm. What's a problem that you are dealing with right now? What's a problem that I'm dealing with right now? How deep am I supposed to get in this? Baby, it's just a question. I, was, I know, but I'm saying I could get. Be I honest. <laughs> All right. Um, so I. I won't answer that question. Okay. So I'm very, like, I'm an energetic person. I'm a very personable person. I am everything that I think I'm supposed to be when in a public space or in a private space. It's just, you know, in general. But? But I struggle with depression. Yes. I do. I have on and off manic depressive periods. I, it's You're high functioning. Yes. Something that I struggle with daily. And I just constantly feel like there's like a pressure or a weight on me. This is something that I, that I, that I deal with very often. But, um, you know, I, I've looked into everything as a form of therapy other than therapy because mm-hmm. um, I, I you know, hadn't had time but you do Randy can I answer the question that saying. you've posed to me I'm just to answer saying. but see your responses are trying to incite but you don't understand me. my responses haven't finished you know there's, there's more to it <sighs> so I have been using other things as a form of therapy whether that be driving watching videos playing with my dog sex with my wife <laughs> this podcast like these are the things that i don't know that i kind of like work things this is how it works out in my mind but um i recognize that i need to like you know go into like actual therapy and actually sit and talk to somebody about these things because i had a recent like you know little mini breakdown okay. at the worst time possible yeah and uh so that's something that i'm looking into but you know looking into I've, and we'll follow through Yes. While I've struggled with this, you know, you have always been very supportive in, in trying to get me to recognize and understand. And my mother, too, that I need help. <laughs> so, I will do that. Yeah, you know, y'all, Mikey never got therapy after the baby. No. He never got therapy for any of his losses. And There have been a lot of losses. It's just like, and now the cloud is like moving from my head. Mm-hmm. I'm able to see him like, wait, nigga, you never want to talk to nobody. <laughs> you never went to talk to anybody nah, and now you have I, this baby on the way that could be triggering you in a way you don't know i solved my problems by like dealing with another problem that's it's, not, it's, it's a distraction i know okay. it's, it's, it's not it's, that's that's how i coped with things like in college all right so my uncle died, not okay it was like sex like that was that was yes. the coping mechanism other people died lost babies alcohol that was like that was mm-hmm. the thing so you know drink heavily i calmed that down then it's just like being it was all working over you. out. Yeah, it was working out. It's in very good shape. He, y'all, I mean. <laughs> now I'm in a space where I've let myself go and I'm like really fat Babe, and I'm you're attractive. you're not. You're actually not. And that's why she and just like 
zoned out thinking about past. Well, Mike, what I'm saying sexy. is we were both fine in college. You're still fine. Hey, no, I mean, I'm hey, like you're talking about. Look at you. Well, fine in. With nipples, no one can touch. I want to, though. They look nice. Okay. So, <laughs> so yes, that is, that's something that I am struggling with I'm proud right of you, now. baby. Because uh, you are self-aware enough to know that it's time. And it's affecting a lot of other things. And you want to be good for your baby. And also, yourself. Yeah, I do. I and your family. And if you won't motivate yourself, like, use it, like, be motivated by the people that are on their way here. You know? Yeah. Like this child that yeah. you have put in me. You mean the child you took out of me? <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I'm, go I'm, ahead. All right, that's that's it. That was that was an interview. Maybe we'll do like a part two or something. Yeah, if, if y'all send us y'all questions, questions and things, um, hopefully I like that and it was insightful, and you felt like you fun. learned some stuff. That wasn't bad. It'll be interesting listening back on this and trying to find a snippet. It um, does. all right, baby, it's my fight or flight. Yes, we got time. So, my fight or flight is about what happened last night. And why it happened. So, y'all, last night, if you were on Instagram, you saw my, you saw the story that I put on our page. Uh-huh. We and Mike were supposed to have sex. We were supposed to have sex last night. Okay. This was the plan. I have yet to have birthday sex or get birthday head because this baby <laughs> is a blocker. Okay? <laughs> but last night, I was going to put my foot down. Okay. I am getting some. Okay. Tonight. Okay. How's this a fight or flight? So, we ended up talking. You know, <laughs> instead of, like, having sex. <laughs> Sorry, we ended ahead. up talking and I'm yeah. like oh my god we're just it's not gonna happen tonight is it like, it's not gonna happen but it was good conversation right uh-huh. and so the talk turns into something that bothers the shit out of me and it comes up this way because Mikey was scratching my back and I was like oh wait scratch my back for real cause like my back itches and he scratched my back he's like babe I can't scratch your back cause my nails you know feel them cause it's we're in the pitch black darkness cause we're supposed to be fucking and we haven't <laughs> and I'm like okay and I'm feeling his nails and I they're done I clipped my nails yeah I clipped them and like I was like, week. but but Mikey doesn't always clip his nails, y'all. I clip my nails every time I do my hair. Don't lie. I, cl- I clip them every time I Mikey, do my hair. Mikey, you do nails. not clip them. Mikey, sometimes. Often, oh, yeah. I used to like bite them Bite off. Not yeah. used to as in a few hair rushes ago this year <laughs> in this house. I haven't done it at all this year in this house. The devil's a liar. I have not bit my nails Tell off. Tell the truth and shame him. I've been clipping them off. Shame him. Either okay. way, yes. Mikey takes his nails off, y'all, and, Where he, is this going? and he piles them up. Uh-huh. He piles them up in one spot. It's so fucking disgusting. So your fight is like... Nails, no, I'm not done. His <laughs> okay, nails get long. Uh-huh. He leaves them in a pile, y'all, and sometimes he gets up, and he leaves said pile on the table or wherever the fuck he's clipping them or biting okay. them off, and it's disgusting. So last night, we're talking about this, and I'm cracking up laughing because we are at odds uh-huh. about how fucking nasty this is. And y'all know what happens? What happened, baby? I laughed so hard, I threw up. <laughs> I run to the bathroom, and I threw up all in the tub because Mikey's big on throwing up in the tub, so you can just wash it out. I throw up, and I pee on myself. I don't even feel the pee until it gets on my calf muscle, and I'm like, what the fuck is oh, happening? God. We wouldn't even be having this conversation if I was getting head okay. like I was supposed to. Okay. And... If you didn't clip your nails the way you do and leave them how you so leave country. them, so okay, you just say hit, you hate it. Now put your deflect. hand in. Don't point at me with your I four can... fingers. <laughs> I know the What? So, so what's your clean? issue? My issue is, issue is that I'm funny, nigga. Like this is the problem that you have. Your issue is that you uh-huh. clip your nails. Okay. And you leave them okay. in a pile from both hands, y'all. Got you. He clips or bites his nails. And both he hands and toes. In, I will, oh, stop. Babe, yeah. please don't do this. I cannot throw up again. You I brought this up. Good. Okay. And he leaves them, y'all. And sometimes he leaves them for for hours. And, and when did this he, last happen? And then he, I don't know, Mike. Okay. So you're bringing up a fight or flight based off of something that, that will happen again. Like you did with that tissue. For a few fight or flights what ago. What tissue? The tissue you swear. You talked about this whole tissue debacle, but we've already straightened that out. And yet you brought it up again. Have we? Fight Either way, if I don't address <laughs> this, it's going to happen again. Okay. So, so you're trying to just be proactive. I'm trying to get you to suck While also throwing shade shit. about. Throw your nails away. I do throw them away. you clip them. So you want me to just stand by the trash can and clip and just drop That's it in exactly there? exactly what the fuck, fuck I here. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. So this is what I will Mikey, do for you. It's nasty. It's this is nasty. what I will do for you. I will let you know when I'm about to clip my nails. And I'll make sure that they are not, you know, where you can On see the them. table where we place our drinks and food? Where? Do you on you act like I'm doing on like the dining room table or you something You do it like on the table in the living room where on we a, take a, most of our meals. The same table that I constantly clean. 
But that's neither that's here not, nor there. That's neither that's here nor there. That's, that's not, it's that's that's not, not, fucking disgusting. I will make sure that I put it in a place where it won't bother you. Like a trash like, can. A trash can. Yeah. I will do that for you. As you clip your nails. As I clip my nails. You're lying. I'm not. How would you feel if I got like a napkin and I put a napkin on the floor and I just like clip my nails and put it on a napkin and ball the napkin up and throw it away? Would that work for you? Mm-hmm. Done. Just don't understand why you had to bring up the whole everything before that. Because context. Ow. Got you. Context. Well, you know, I got to fight a flight. <laughs> no, you not have a fight a flight because I tried to get us to do both. Both. I tried to get us both to do one this episode and you said no. I ain't trying to fight with you. You shouldn't. Look at me. Look at me. You fine. I'm not. You are. Look at that belly. <sighs> Good little belly. Mikey. You look a little belly. PDA. <laughs> Your first. My PDA. Yes. Ooh. All right, baby. I'm trying to keep this off of the realm of you being my baby mama. Okay. Today. No, fuck that. Last night. Last night was really fun. <laughs> I know we had a plan. I know we were supposed, we supposed to do a lot. <sighs> I had plans. I had, there was a whole... I just came fresh out the shower. You did. He took a long shower, y'all. Yep. Cleaned every crevice. You know what I'm saying? And I'm fat, so I got more crevices. Mikey, I am. stop. I was ready. But like, in true Chapman fashion, it just don't go as planned. No. And so we ended up talking. Yeah. But like, the conversation was good. I had fun just talking to you and being goofy. Yeah, it was All fun. the way up until you laughed so hard that you had to throw up. It was bad, y'all. I had just jumped out of bed. I. It was bad. Love you. I love talking to you. We're not naked. You were hurt. Oh, God, it was awful. <laughs> I love talking to you, and I love, I don't know, just being goofy with you. Like, yeah, we grown, and we old. We're much older now than when we first got together. Mm-hmm. We are different people in a lot of ways, but it's very clear that in some ways we just haven't changed. Like, we can still just have goofy-ass conversation that forces you to laugh so hard you throw up. And I have fun. So, you know, thank you for still being fun. Thanks. All right. Well. I'm excited. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think I've been doing My PDA. Good. What's up? I had a really great birthday, babe. I know you're you? worried about it. You were mad you couldn't do this grand whatever the fuck you think you should do. I do a lot of big stuff for your birthday. I wasn't, but it's not big because it costs money. It's big because it's very thoughtful. Yeah. Like you do very thoughtful things. But. And it be costing money. I mean, yeah, It does. <laughs> but like, it's still thoughtful. Yes. But you know, I wasn't feeling so well on my birthday. Or that week, or or from week six through Mm-mm. eleven, yeah, because you know of of your child, you know. Why do you and keep putting the baby on me when it's not acting right? Yeah, acting doing the things that I would like this baby to do. Yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> um, and I said, you know, I want something really low key. I just wasn't feeling very. I just wasn't. I'm just like I'm just like I'm just I just wasn't but you still made it good you know you drove me around we went and got my tag renewed like it's basic stuff but it's stuff like I really need to help with because I just wasn't feeling very good I just wasn't and I ended the night feeling good I was tired spent just exhausted and you let me do a little photo shoot you know and I, I liked it I did I know you weren't very proud of it in terms of like what you thought you should do but we got time together. You took off that week or this past week. And it was good to have you home watching Golden Girls and things. Thank you for being a friend. I still got to learn the words, but it's a good show. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I had a good birthday. I turned 26 with my best friend and my husband and my baby daddy. You know? Hey, you call me a baby daddy. It was good. Well, thank you, babe. I appreciate it. Even though still, I just wish I could have done more. Your birthday is my favorite day. Thanks. And six months from now will be Mikey's birthday and maybe this baby's. Maybe. Because we are a year and six months apart. So that's how you remember our birthdays. Yeah, we are two years apart. Mikey. What? I'm two years older than you. You are a year and a half exactly older than me. Exactly. How old are you right now? I am 26. My birthday is in February. In six months. And I'll be 28. But you're not 28 What's now. What's 28 minus 26, Randy? Mikey, how are you skipping the age you currently are? What's 28 minus 26, Randy? What's 27 Randy? minus 26? I don't know. I'm not good okay, at math. so that's PDA. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening, y'all. This has been great. So call to action. <sighs> hey, y'all. All right. so, um, so 
Yeah, baby. People have been leaving us a lot of great feedback, which we always appreciate. People yes. have been leaving us feedback on the website. Y'all been sending emails. Y'all been sending direct messages through Instagram and, and Facebook Twitter reviews. And Facebook. Yeah. Thank it's been you. nice. It's been really, really cool. And I have no fucking complaints. So, you know, keep it up. Uh, <laughs> leave us a voicemail at 770. Is this the right number? I Let's, let's check. We're going to double check. Um, we're going to double check with a fact check, but right now I'm going to say it. So oh, leave us a voicemail. Don't say it. Okay, don't leave us a voicemail. Be sure to check out our website at <laughs> www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. Yes, and that is the right email, number. The phone number to leave us a voicemail because we still want to play some uh, some stuff at the beginning or end of our episodes is 770-750-4098. Exclamation point. No, it's just part of the thing. Um, rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Randy, you have something that you wanted to share with the people about where we'll be streaming? We will be also. on Spotify soon, y'all. I We have been inspired by Joe Budden Podcast. Which I love. Um, Yeah, Mikey loves them. It's my favorite podcast. And I've, I've gotten in the car when he's in the midst of an episode. Um, It's not that I don't love them. I just haven't been in a position to listen to podcasts as readily as I used to. And that's an episode coming up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're inspired. So we're and I love be Spotify. Spotify oh, like, soon. Yeah, shit. I think he's a traitor because I love title, but you know, it's okay. You can like, I love them you both. can like Rihanna yeah. and Beyonce, Randy. <sighs> That's fair. That's fair. And Rihanna is my Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Um, yeah, new listeners, make sure you go back and listen to episodes one through five. And five through 21. They can catch up. Yeah. But like, also don't let Mikey bully you. So, no. um, Listen to all of the episodes because they're all good. I think that's what people keep saying anyway. Yeah. Congrats to our giveaway winner. We didn't say that last episode. Yes. Did we? We did say it. We did. We did. I think we congratulations. Y'all, we are looking for sponsors. If y'all got something y'all want to sell and you want us to talk about, place ad here. We currently have almost 8,000 downloads of the episodes. And we're also looking for just sponsors in general so that we can actually give y'all real whole gifts and real things and give you coupon codes and stuff. And more content. You know, also because daddy need a new stool to sit on while we do this podcast. I'll be about to bust my ass every afternoon. And I'm going to have to get just, we're going to get a whole different table of things (laughs) because this belly is just not going to make it. So yeah, that is, that is like a goal for us. We really do want sponsors. Somewhere down Um, the line. Preferably before the end of this year. That'd be cool. Like a maybe a sponsor by Christmas. I don't know. We can do what everybody else doing. Just do talk space. Who? The talk space. Uh, what is that? It's like a app for therapists. Or something. It's like, a, like you call about. real quick and talk to a therapist real quick. Like, but like know. what? What? Like that's what everyone does an app for. When was the last time you listened to somebody else's podcast? Maybe it's been a minute. Okay. I really feel so bad. I'm missing Amanda Seals podcast. I'm missing horrible. Hey, man, they'll get no free promo. Sorry. Um, <laughs> follow us on social media. Oh, on Instagram, we, we are. Black Millennial Marriage. Come on, pregnant lady. Sorry. On Facebook, we are. Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And what are we on Twitter, baby? Black Mill Mayor Pod. Subscribe to the newsletter still. Yeah. Because it's still full of like information and... And I'm gonna we're gonna add something to it, y'all. So that it's like I don't know. I, I gotta rack my brain. This pregnancy brain is difficult. Okay, so I love it. We're gonna figure something out. But thank you again for listening. We appreciate it. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you dig in what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. Dig it. You dig it, I 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 dig it, you dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it, I'm focused on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping time to do, 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 okay, y'all, so, for anybody still listening, we have a little <laughs> we question, we have like one more question, <laughs> that Mikey just had to ask, because I thought it was a good question, alright, if you could turn any activity into an Olympic sport, what would you have a good chance at winning a medal for? I told him I didn't have anything appropriate to say. He doesn't care. Oh, well, what? What would it be? It would be head. I think I'd get a little silver medal. Not <laughs> silver. No. I like Because <laughs> if you put me up against like an Andy Cruz or a Jada Fire, I'm not going to make it. Jada Fire wasn't that good. What? At head nine. Or she the Adriana like... somebody. Yo, yeah. Porn <laughs> actress knowledge is a little deep. Maybe. I don't. I try not to get to know them, though I should. <laughs> I feel so bad, yo. But I, yeah, I get a little silver with some regulars out here i, I could, give you with, with the regulars what you think baby do you think <laughs> don't lie to me if you think my head game needs some more work i mean 
Nah, you straight. Mikey. <laughs> Please don't make me laugh. I don't know. Hard. Okay, yeah, yeah. Don't pee on yourself. Mikey. Don't throw up. All right. You just if, be well, would real I get with a, me. No. Would you think oh, that I, I would you get gold. a medal? Yeah, I give you gold, You would give me gold. <laughs> You're lying at Mikey Mary, number four. Brandy. I'm his number four sexual experience. That's not true. That's what, or no, what? You're my number one. Now that you've married Baby, me. Baby, I'm a number one. And that's a song about cheating. Yeah, not, damn, that was a bad example, actually. Mikey. Do you think my head would get a silver medal? Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see how he do me? I love you. I just want a real life. Because, baby, if I need to get better. Baby. Then tell me. You give great head. Thank you so much for the phenomenal Jada Fire-esque head that you have. <laughs> if you don't think she's good, though, don't tell me I give head like Jada I Fire. Compare, I don't watch porn no more. I don't, I don't know. <sighs> Y'all, yeah, he used like to used be recently tab on his tablet. <laughs> and he got First saved. First of all. I would do it incognito. No, you wouldn't. Uh, yes, not. I, would. I wouldn't. I didn't really care. You care. did not. I don't think porn is like like a taboo like thing. Like you know, but <sighs> this is going on long enough. I'll give you a gold medal, baby, because you're number one. Whatever. You're the only one. Mm-hmm. Come give me a head. <laughs> Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Ned Fulmer. I'm Ariel. We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is not perfect. We just had a newborn, baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> I don't. We talk to some experts. We even bring you 4 a.m. thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally 4 a.m. Just to go back here, I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye. Parenting is a mess. We're a mess. You're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST, 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 ACAST recommends. recommends.